From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you, wherever you may be around the world. Welcome to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Pastor Mike Douglas with you here, as well as our producer and co-host, Elaine Harlan. And you'll need to keep our prayer intercessor in prayer. Yes. This week, uh, Mr. Owl, the inimitable Mr. Owl, is is out sick. So Mm -hmm. uh, appreciate you uh, keeping him in prayer, but uh, some... Two wonderful guests uh, mm-hmm. tonight. Uh, one uh, has been on with us before, Oren Woods, a volunteer extraordinaire, a heart as big as the county. That's right. And, He's waving uh, to you now. Great, Can you see him? <laughs> great soldier for the Lord. And uh, Oren, uh, Oren Woods is with us. And yes. we're going to be introducing you to Jacqueline tonight in just a couple of minutes. And what a great story. And, and uh, God brought us together here at Advancing Vibrant Communities in an incredible way. And uh, you'll, you'll, you'll be touched. As you hear uh, her story, I just want to uh, bring you some words from 1600 years ago. All right. Now I wasn't there, Elaine. In okay. Case, you know, I just don't want to go sure. there, you know. But uh, a <laughs> fr- friend of ours, fellow pastor in in Pasadena, Pastor uh, Greg Waybright from um, uh, Lake Avenue Church, there uh, did did a little research, and and he's quoting. Uh, for the Easter uh, service that that he did from uh, 1600 years ago, a pastor who preached an e- uh, Easter sermon in uh, around 400 A.D. His name was John Chrysostom. John Chrysostom, and I, I just love this. We we uh, read this uh, yesterday yes, in, in our congregation. Mm-hmm. I just, and again, 1600 years, and it's just as vibrant uh, today as it was then. He writes this: Are there any here who love God? Then let them enjoy this beautiful, bright celebration. Are there any who are deeply grateful to God? Let them rejoice and enter into the joy of their Lord. Let us all enter into the joy of the Lord. All who trust in Christ receive your reward. Rich and poor rejoice together. Young and old celebrate the day. Let none grieve at their present situations, for God's universal kingdom has been revealed on this day. Let none mourn that they have fallen again and again, for forgiveness has risen from the grave. Let none fear death, for the death of our Savior has set us free. He has destroyed it by enduring it. The grave took a body and discovered God. It took earth and encountered heaven. It took what it saw and was overcome by what it did not see. O death, where is your sting? O grave, where is your victory? Christ is risen, and you, O death, are annihilated. Christ is risen, and evil is cast down. Christ is risen, and the angels rejoice. 
Christ is risen, and eternal life is unleashed. Christ is risen, and the tomb is emptied of its dead, for Christ, having risen from the dead, is the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep in him. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Isn't that Amen. cool? Isn't that, I love that. Uh, Isn't that great? That is just Amen. awesome. Yes, Got a few more things for you, but uh, let's check in first with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. What will people think when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? What will people do when they find that it's true? Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with news about some more real-life Jesus freaks. Around the world, thousands of believers are currently in prison simply for professing Christ. But here are a few who, after long periods of incarceration, were released. In Iran, Miriam Jalili, released after 83 days. In Laos, Van Thong, 375 days. In China, Gao Zhisheng, 210 days. In Pakistan, Gulshir Masih, 431 days. In Uzbekistan, Dmitry Shestakov, 1,461 days. In Eritrea, Evangelist Ambaye was released after 2,070 days. At the Voice of the Martyrs, we celebrate answered prayer. For more on these courageous men and women, go online to persecution.com. You know, it's just a great reminder, friends, of, and I know we have a lot of problems here in the United States of America, but compared to other places, you know, God has really, has really blessed us. And uh, as I was listening to that, brought to mind uh, James 1.12, Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And, uh, you know, it's, it's easy to flippantly rehearse that verse. It's, it's another thing to live it out. When you're uh, when you're under the gun, isn't it? Oh, and, but uh, true words, friends. A new way that you can help support ABC Advancing Vibrant Communities, uh, which is our ministry here at uh, Lighthouse Live, and a very creative way, and and one that uh, I was happy to find out about. Do you have you know like old computers laying around, computer monitors, or old cell phones, or old televisions that don't work? Old electronics, you know, it's just a pain to get rid of any <clears throat> anymore. You're not supposed to put them in the trash can, you know. But there is a wonderful uh, group uh, run by believers uh, up in uh, the Manteca area and down here in Modesto as well called E-Waste for Good. That's the number for E-WasteForGood.com. And uh, they will come and pick up your used electronics, and they harvest the, the metal parts out of it that have some value and then they make a donation back to advancing vibrant communities. How cool is that? And they will actually come out and pick the stuff up from you. You don't have to stand and remember I sent you and John out yes. one time and you were there for like sixteen hours. hours. Oh my goodness. No, it was, it was three outrageous. hours. It seemed like sixteen hours. <laughs> it did because it was in the hot summertime. Yeah, it was triple digits, and, I yeah, think. And the and, old air conditioner was registering hot, you know. Yeah. It was just it was just wild. Well, now you don't have to do that. Uh, no. They they will actually come out and pick up your used electronics and again. Uh, they will send a donation back to AVC in the process. So here's a great way to get rid of those electronic items. And there's a surprising wide breadth of those items that they will take. There's, I don't know, maybe 30 examples on their website. Here's where you go. It's www.ewaste and the number four good. Ewaste, the number four good, G-O-O-D dot com. Ewaste for good dot com. 
call them or uh, fill out the form online. Tell them that you'd like to benefit advancing vibrant communities, and uh, we would sure appreciate that in these economic times. Awesome, awesome. Well, we're going to uh, take a real quick look at the Volunteer Center of the United Way's Lend-A-Hand List, and then we're going to introduce you to our wonderful guest here this evening. Uh, The second annual Betty Bell Smith Day of Service is Mm. this Saturday, May 7, and we're excited about this, the United Way of Stanislaus County and a host of local not-for-profit agencies, AVC included, are participating in this great day. So we encourage you, dear friend, to spring into action with us here at Advancing Vibrant Communities, uh, where you uh, can serve your neighbors and assist seniors with basic yard work and gardening needs, mowing lawns, weeding, trimming those hedges and trees right here in Modesto, Riverbank, Houston, beginning at 9 a.m., all of the greater Modesto area, actually. Volunteers of all ages, and groups are welcome. We encourage families to get involved in this. Yes, we do. Volunteers are asked to bring uh, their own supplies, gardening tools, lawnmowers, weed whackers, uh, wear your gloves, bottled waters, closed-toed shoes are preferable, um, and comfortable clothing, of course. No experience necessary, just the willingness to help out your community and love your neighbors. Okay, that's going to be a great day. Once again, that's this coming Saturday. So we encourage you to get involved. Also, you know, speaking of mowing, uh-huh. I had kind of a catharsis on, you know, that's not a medical thing. That's a catheter, right? That's no, catharsis. No, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, you don't want that other one. But. <laughs> You've got Jackie rolling in the floor yeah. already. Jackie, you know, she's, she's a former nurse. What am I so. getting into yeah, here? Yeah, she's Jackie already says, going, oh, uh, let me out of here. Not really. Oh, uh, she's. <laughs> I don't know. She's, she's wanting to stick me with one there over there. But anyway, I, I, I yeah. as we said in law enforcement, assume the position. Assume right? the position. Oh, anyway, you don't know what you're in what? for. <laughs> so you had a mowing. I, I did. Well, yeah, because uh, you know, for I, I have, I was gifted with a a rider, a John Deere rider mower. Not just Several, any mower. No, a, a John Deere. Yeah, all right. Several years ago, and and you know. I, we live way out in the middle of nowhere and there's you know like 3 acres of titanium weeds you know <laughs> and so for so for the longest time you know, I'd be out there mowing, and you just didn't make a whole lot of progress. It would kind of beat it down, and the stuff would would spring back up. Well, you know, Mr. Owl, Mr. Owl over yeah. here says, "Well, Mike, have you checked the blades?" And you know, huh. not being pastor proof on that, I said, "Well, duh, no." And so we we took that puppy apart. And I took the blade the blades down to John Deere. I laid them on the counter, the John Deere place. And they started laughing hysterically. They said, look, man, you'd have more luck chewing the grass than with those blades. The goats said, out you got to be kidding. You've been, what did you do with those? How many hours did you have on those oh. blades? And so anyway, uh, got, got new blades and, and installed heart. them on Saturday, went out there. And by golly, the weeds disappeared this time. Yeah, and it's just that. an amazing what new so blades will how do. How many years has it been, those blades? It, well, it's, uh, I've been... 
uh, it's probably five years. Wow. Yeah. So they recommend that you replace it's, them a little well, bit Well, next more time uh, I'll, I'll probably replace them a lot right. sooner. That's a yeah. good thing. So Because it did get, mic. it yeah. really was a bummer chewing the weeds <laughs> with my teeth, you know. I just or what do you think, dude? just didn't look <laughs> right. It wasn't pastor-like. You, know. you need to pastor-proof yeah, pastor out in the pasture. <laughs> Put the pastor out to pasture or something. I need a goat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a couple of those, believe yeah. it or not. That's another story. Well, no, the goat, that is another story because the goat union refuses to let them do what they were supposed to. The union steward showed up shortly after we got them and said, oh, no, no, these goats don't do that. They you refuse. Know. Goats are they supposed are to. Pampered yeah, they, they, they are pampered pets. They are pampered. And somebody got them addicted sweethearts. to Cheetos. We won't go there, we though, because we're going to move on before Did you I get in trouble. Did you talk about more opportunities to <laughs> We're glad to that serve. you got those blades sharpened, uh, right? just, and that's a yes. good thing. But you know what? I'm so happy. You know, if you didn't, though, we could send somebody over to uh, to take care of that lawn for I'm good this now. Saturday I'm good. as I'm good. people go out and serve their neighbors. So we do hope you'll get involved in that. Also, the Friends of the Modesto Library are having a used book sale, and that's going to be uh, held from 8 to 3 at the Modesto Library. The public is invited to find bargains. We love bargains, don't we, girls? And uh, $1 hardbound and $50 $50, make that 50 cents, paperback, <laughs> gently used books for all ages and interests, Jacqueline, 50 cents. Yes, volunteers are needed to help with setup, straighten books, uh, help customers and clean up from 7 a.m. to 3.30. Uh, all ages are welcome and flexible shifts are available. Volunteers are specially needed from noon to 3. Uh, volunteers also needed to pick up and uh uh, distribute donated books from 7 a.m. and deliver to the library. Uh, drivers must be at least 18 years of age, have their own truck. I could do this. California driver's license and proof of insurance. And this, a map. The sale uh, generates funds to support the mission and programs of the Modesto Library. I just realized that they don't have a date on this, so we're going to have to call our good friend Barbara Borba and find out the date on this sale, and we'll do that because we're going to give her a phone number. So out it's a just, dollar, just dollar hardbacks. A dollar hardback and 50, and 50 cents. cents. Yes. Softcover yeah, that's a, that wow. is such a good deal. Also, uh, the Central Valley Opera Opportunity Center uh, wants protective clothing uh, for this collection drive to benefit local farm workers. That's the CVOC, as we affectionately call them. And we partner with these people. They do a lot of great things for people in need here in the Central Valley. New and gently used long-sleeved shirts, gloves, bandanas, and hats. All are appreciated and especially needed to protect the workers from pesticide exposure during their shifts. Mm. Individuals and groups are encouraged to start a collection in your neighborhoods, schools, uh, places where you work, places of business or worship, uh, and drop off the donations then at the agency booth between 8 and noon. The CVOC mission is to provide services that improve the quality of life for farm workers and others in need. So uh, that would be a great thing to get involved with. If you have any questions on these items, give Barbara Borba a call. She can be reached at 209-524-1307, extension 113. Again, 209-524-1307, extension 113. Or uh, send her an email at bborba at uastan.org. Now, if you have a hospital bed, with a trapeze bar overhead, please let us know. 
we're not going to swing from it or anything, but we'll take it off your hands and deliver it to where it needs to go. Also, refrigerators uh, are needed for several fam- several families. Uh, actually, on our list, we stress good, working, mm. clean condition. You know, Jesus didn't give junk, and we don't want to either. Let's bless those in need, uh, serving in love, allowing grace and dignity to be a part of that process. And finally, we need a wheelchair for an amputee. I believe we asked for this last week. However, we haven't gotten one yet, and uh, his sister uh, told us that it would be uh, good for a good-sized man. He weighs in at 275, and she said that information would be helpful when asking for a wheelchair for him. And you can reach us, dear friends, at 209-544-9571. That'll get you through here to ABC. And... uh, you know, I have shared with you several times that when I pick up the phone here and answer them at ABC, I'm, I'm never really sure on what's in, on the other end of the line when I answer the phone. And, and uh, such was the case when I answered the phone one day, and uh, our guest was uh, on the other end of the line, Jacqueline Amaral. And wait till you hear the story uh, that unfolds and so much more as we extend a hearty welcome to Jacqueline Amaral. Welcome to Lighthouse Life, Jackie. Good afternoon, Elaine and Pastor Michael Douglas and Oren and my dear friend Eleanor Tharp. And we're gathered here today in friendship and very, very interesting people for me. And a lot of love comes And a lot of love from them. That. And friendship I never thought I'd have hmm. openly. Hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, I was raised in a, from the age of six, 10 to 16 in a French-Canadian orphanage after being in the wilderness in the wild woods of Canada, migrating from the United States at age four and a half up to where my mother's family lived in Saskatchewan, Canada. And there I even built Indian teepees, I thought. It (laughs) felt like it to me. And it was a remote area, 100 miles from a nearest doctor. And when my mother became ill, well, there I ran for a car, which was about a mile away. And uh, then they parked departed with her from that remote area to a hospital and the car broke down over the waterbed of Carrot River and they had to come back and get the horse and wagon anyway. But that's a long, long story departed from how I met these long, nice people. <laughs> and uh, my acquaintance with them was from a need of a repair done in my little residence at a senior center here in Ceres, California, which is a suburb of of Modesto, a little city. And uh, I was introduced to Oren because when Elaine answered the phone, she was so brilliant about finding somebody they could come. They got the best there was. And he came and fixed and fixed my telephone line that was all messed up from my trying to find the connection and couldn't see it because I'm legally blind. Oh, boy, if it was something I really wanted, I probably would have found how to fix it. (laughs) But anyway, I met Oren, and I met then the next week. I met Elaine, and I met Pastor Michaels and all his family and friends at the little church of of the ABC Community Center. Now I'm here talking my head off. And we love it. Well, 
And and let's let's back up just a minute. You and and we'll we'll not give the name of the telephone no, company because no, I'll no, get no. cards and letters yeah, on that. Yeah, we don't want to do that. It's a big one, mm-hmm. and uh, and and they basically had had come out and and. Uh, uh, you had had one company, you switched to another big company, and they came out, did their little magic thing, and the phones wound up not working the next right, day, right? Right. And and here and and here, poor Jacqueline is is sitting there, and and they're saying, well, we'll come out and and fix our error for you for what, one hundred and fifty dollars, hundred twenty five dollars. They were going to replace all the wiring, which is the building that I rent is a senior center place for. People that are retarded, I mean retired like me. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, and and so, and how, I forget, how, how did you find out about Advancing Vibrant I called telephone company, and the one lady that was irritated about my not getting help, she said, just dial 211. Oh. And there was the lady, Elaine. And she was so good to me, I thought an angel came. And I, ever since then, I've been coming back for more. Well, I think this, this points up, Elaine, the partnerships. Mm-hmm. Uh, United, and she United, called, she called the phone company too, and they right. didn't, they wanted to do something drastic. And she said, no, no, I'm going to get Jackie some help. And then come this tall, good looking gentleman with his little young <laughs> daughter. Orange. Dark and handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. And, and, and modest. Dark and to handsome. Boot. Very modest also. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Oren Woods to the rescue, yeah, and, and yeah, your daughter, yeah. your daughter Sydney, came out yes. with you, uh, Oren, and uh, it was, it's, I guess it was kind of a mess there, wasn't it? And they are wonderful volunteers. Yes. I'm trying to find something to do now myself. Oh, we'll find you something. Yeah, maybe I can talk somebody into it. You. <laughs> so Oren, what, what did you find when when you went there? Oh well, let's 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 go back to the beginning, okay? okay. That little angel that she was talking of is Elaine, but Elaine was fired up with the Holy Spirit, okay? <laughs> she was like, "I want this done now." <laughs> I mean, when you know, she's an angel, but but you know, Christ gave her the the power and the wisdom to make things move. So we moved. <laughs> we moved on that. A decisive angel. Yes. And we thank you. Yeah, um, but no, there was wires everywhere. There was disconnections everywhere. But um, instead of going to the PAC meeting, we decided to go to, uh, I mean, Elaine wanted me to go there. So, I, you know, I go. <laughs> Elaine says, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, yeah, they, they really messed up her phone. Took an hour and a half to straighten it out. Yeah. And she was, you know, and she was just, she was just preaching, preaching to the choir because, and her and I were just, uh, I call her Nurse Jackie. (laughs) Just go back and forth. And she has so much ideas in her head and she has a real nice apartment place and, uh, Sydney loved it. So, and I told Sydney to come with me because she's young and a lot of you youth out there need to go and do some volunteering. Don't wait on the parents. Don't wait on uh, the older brother or sister. Just do it. Find a way and get it and go and do some services. And I would like to do that too because I have lots of energy. The Lord gave me many blessings. Mm -hmm. I'm able to help people if they're hurting, if they'll listen. Sometimes they don't want to hear, but I say do it anyway. <laughs> Preach it, sister. And then uh, they get better. Sometimes they 
they don't, but that's because they're not trying hard enough or they're not laying off what they shouldn't have. Like I had to learn not to eat meat or I'll suffer with arthritis oh, for right. the rest of my life. <laughs> and I really, really, really had to back off it because I had uric acid uh, disease from, mm-hmm. uh, mm. from too much red meat. Mm-hmm. And it was paralyzed me. Mm. I couldn't walk. You know, now I can run practically, even if I'm blind. Well, you can do a lot of things, yeah. Jackie. You are so inspirational. And you know, something else happened that day. Not only did Oren and Sydney get all the wires untangled and helped help you with that mess, but something very beautiful took place, Jackie and, and Oren. A friendship yes. happened, and, and, and a relationship started forming great and friendships wonderful friendships and talking about god and mm. helping others yes. every day i practically well i don't ref- i don't not say it every morning what do you want me to do today god if you got something lined up or mm. do i have to go look for it <laughs> 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 and i you play a amazing. game i play a game with god like that because it's so much fun <laughs> you get surprised every day Preach it, sister. There you go. <laughs> yes, you really yes. do. And I'm, and I'm a 87 this year, and I'm. Yes. I don't feel it. You don't look it either. And, and I, you don't act it either. No. And I can't see what they're looking at, so don't bother me. <laughs> it's beautiful what we see, Jack. The Lord has blessed me out. with a good attitude. Oh, don't believe all that. I really do have an attitude, though. That sometimes mm. I don't want to expose it. Well, don't we all, Jackie? Yeah, That's I'm why sorry. his grace. Yeah, I'm know. sorry I won't let nobody see that part of me if I can <laughs> avoid it. Wow. Now, Jackie, you you uh, were a nurse for... Yes, uh, I, now, was, mm-hmm. I worked at uh, PRN, Practical Reliable Nursing, mm-hmm. and I was sent out in the field, and I did practical nursing. That's what they called it in those days. I didn't have an uh, RN... I was licensed by the county to operate in the for the agency, and that's how I worked with people. And I took care of elderly gentlemen and ladies, and I didn't get them well all the time. The Lord needed them sooner than I could get to them, mm-hmm. <laughs> and He needed them faster than I could get them fixed. But I helped a lot of people go quietly and in a caring way so that they didn't feel neglected at all by me. And I ran into some very severe cases that were very badly neglected, and it's a, it's a crime that the elderly don't have people that can come in and see mm-hmm. them like mm-hmm. this community is doing now for others. And that's a great, hopeful thing to be able to live with and around to share with others. They're kind of frightened of it, though. I know where I live. They don't believe I'm doing any good. <laughs> I can't imagine anyone yeah. feeling neglected. It's sad because you feel rejection. And I've had rejection all my life mm-hmm. from age of uh, a young girl because I didn't have parents to raise me. Mm-hmm. And I had to go out after they, I was in the orphanage and not have a thing on my brain at all except how, where do I go? Mm-hmm. Who's going to take care of me? What am I going to learn? And I was curious. I was always a curious individual to find out, what did you do here? How do we get that done? Mm. What do we go? Where do I go? I slept in a car. 
I've slept where nobody should sleep. And But I learned that God was looking out for me, and I didn't know it was him at the time because I'd been intimidated by God in the orphanage and frightened. I never knew God loved you. Mm. They thought you had to be bad to be there. So <laughs> I practiced being bad when they made me that way. I didn't know I was doing it, but I, I was resentful. I didn't know what that word meant. Uh, one time I came home to visit an aunt, and they and I was uh, 16, and I didn't know anything. And, and I heard them talking behind closed doors. What are you going to do if she comes home pregnant? I didn't know what the word meant. Mm-hmm. And that was a terrible thing to be put out from an orphanage, not knowing how to survive in the wilderness. And I just had to learn that God was in charge. Yes. It took me a long time to learn that. Mm. But now you, these last yeah. few years, I'm doing a good job knowing he's taken care of me because I have God-given years, and I'm going to make a history book out of that. Amen, sister. And I want to thank you folks for having me here in the wonderful corsage <laughs> I was given. I haven't had a corsage. I can't oh. remember my last bow. Well, you know what, Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, you know, we're coming up on, on Mother's Day this oh, weekend and, and celebrating Mother's Day that's this week. And you, you are to be honored, and you are thank to be, you. you are a jewel to us. Thank you. And uh, thank you. It's all God's it, work. It, it is. And, and uh, we, we treasure. Uh, we treasure you and, and we honor you. And we thank you. Thank you. Um, and, and we just want to, uh, as we celebrate Mother's Day this, this week, we want to uh, appreciate all mothers everywhere, uh, including, uh, I yes. think, of, I, I just think right now of, of Pastor Mike's mother in Arcadia, California, and uh, how we love her and appreciate yes. her. And uh, my mother's uh, in in heaven now in the presence of Jesus, and and I miss her every day of my life. And for those of you who are having that same experience, you you know the feeling. Uh, And uh, we we do love our moms, and and I have children of my own, and and, uh, it's just an awesome time to remember moms. It's a wonderful time. uh, You know, and also this week we have National uh, Day of Prayer and uh, we have a lot of praying moms, and, and for those of us who uh, pray for family members and children who some of them haven't come to know the Lord yet, we just continue to pray, and we never stop praying. And I'll tell you what, Jackie, I know that uh, yesterday, and, and I've been telling you about this, this special song. Remember, uh, I was telling you yesterday about yes. a, a special song? Well, uh, Friends, we, we uh, hope that uh, this song blesses you this uh, this week as we play it. This song is uh, entitled Blessings, and uh, let me make sure I've got it all right here to go. And it, we hope that it touches your heart and ministers to you in a fresh new way as you pray. And we'll return with lots more with Jackie on Lighthouse Live right after this with Laura's story, Blessings on Lighthouse Live. We pray for blessings, we pray for peace, comfort for family, protection while we sleep. We pray for healing, for prosperity, we pray for your Suffering all 
That love is way too much to give us lesser things. Cause what if your blessings come through raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? What if a thousand sleepless nights are what it takes to know you're near? What if trials of this life are your mercies in disguise? We pray for Blessings on Lighthouse Live. Mm. My goodness. Before the the break there, uh, Jacqueline, we were talking 
about family uh, support. And uh, so many people don't have any support, especially seniors in our community. They're alone. Their families have abandoned them. Uh, they really don't have anyone to call on. And a lot of them are, are, are suffering in silence. And, um, you know, I was thinking of Warren here and his, mm-hmm. uh, and how old is Sydney now? She's what, 12, 12, 12 years old? 30. You know, and, and already, <laughs> yeah, going on 30. Is that what you said? Yeah. And, and Sydney, uh, already volunteering her time. She's, mm-hmm. she's, uh, part of the police cadet. Uh, cadet, yeah. program junior and cadets. All, junior cadets already volunteering her time she goes out with you to to bless uh, Jacqueline and, and it just stresses the importance of of starting our children early and and not just talking to them about this but modeling it you know bring them along as you uh, as you serve uh, someone else and I was just thinking uh, Jackie this morning uh, I went out I'm going to be doing a, officiating a funeral for a family and and uh, the uh, the man is uh, his his wife died last week, and he is ninety years old. They have been married sixty six years, Wonderful. and and never were apart. I mean, uh, you know, just just a, an incredible love story. But what reminded me of this is as I met with his daughter afterwards, his daughter and her husband are relocating from Oklahoma to be with him for the rest of his life. And they're keeping their house back in Oklahoma, and when all is said and done, you know, they'll they'll go back there. But for this time, they're going to come in and support him. But the the sad thing, and that's a pretty radical thing, but the sad thing is that many, many family members are not taking care mm-hmm. of, uh, of their seniors. And, uh, you know, we're, we're one society in our Western world that doesn't do that. So many do. They honor, you know, our, our, um, our seniors. And so I was just thinking of uh, yeah. your example, you know, there, Jackie. Classic and, example. And, and here you are, and you're blessing others. Yeah. You're blessing well, your I'm, peers there. I wish I could do more, and I'm going to mm. do it. Because yeah. it's opening up every door that I ask God to use me. It's opening. Some of them get slammed, but I'm, I'm putting my foot in there, and maybe it'll hurt my foot once in a while, but I'll get in there. <laughs> I would imagine that you probably never have seen the glass half empty. You, you, you pretty much see things. Well, you see the glass at half the bottom. Full. At the bottom. Mm. Oh, yes, and I know how good it feels mm. when you have friendship like this. Mm. This mm. is unusual for me mm. because I've always, I didn't know they resented my having my nose so small. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't know I got it kicked by a horse when I was a child and I still Ouch. carry this scar. Is that right, oh, really? Goodness. Yeah, I got it right here. Oh, oh my goodness. You didn't even see it. I don't no. know it. They didn't even tell me when I was in the orphanage because we never had mirrors. We weren't allowed to have a mirror. Really? Mm. You never had any ego. In fact, you were put down. Mm. You had to be humble, and you had to stand with your arms outstretched like this and pray for punishment. Mm. There were many things happening that you didn't need to have as a child and didn't know what it was all about. And I was called a dirty Protestant when I became Catholic (laughs) because I didn't do something right. I said, well, I'm going to stay a dirty Protestant then. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> they did not keep your spirit down. No. They did not. I remember when Pastor Mike and I came to your apartment there where you reside. We were so amazed, Jackie, at how 
wonderfully organized you are. You took us in, showed us around. You knew where everything is. Yeah. I mean, everything had a place. Everything yes. was in its place. Immaculate. And as our friend John would say, it was pressed. It was pressed. <laughs> it was pressed. Yeah. And you showed us some certificates and awards yeah. from where you volunteered yes. all those years. I Talk see. about your volunteerism. You had, I mean, certificates and, and achievements for, I mean, you had books and books and books of Well, I studied things. holistic medicines, and I studied all the natural things of medicines that are home grown and anything I could get my hands on for knowledge. I tried to demonstrate it with my own living, and I've tried to help others. Sometimes there's a closed door because they're afraid if they don't get it from their doctor, it won't fix it. And I don't blame them for that because the doctors really have helped a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But there comes a time when our body says that's enough. we got to change our ways anyway and go back to earth. That, like the Bible teaches in the Alleluia Diet that is founded by wonderful people in some sort part of um, Connecticut, no, another country. I don't remember. I'm so old. It's <laughs> 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 not an excuse, but I don't have a good memory on some things. And uh, But my interest was in helping people to help themselves with God's teaching. And I'm not a Bible thumper, but I do listen to what the book says. He gave us fruit and nuts and trees for the nuts and the fruits for our bodies. And we should abide by some of the laws, at least if not all of them, what's good for you. Mm. And learn from it to help yourself and get weaned off of drugs of any nature. Mm. Because you're poisoning your liver and your kidneys by harming that with with the chemicals. Well, you think back to the children of Israel uh, wandering around the, in the wilderness, and there weren't a whole lot of MDs, you know, around at that time. Mm. And and this uh, holistic approach to medicine, I think, you know, when 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 we and you know the the marriage of both of of the science that God has yes. given us, but also the understanding of the principles that God has given us. The yes. marriage of that really is. Is a good thing. Unfortunately, we tend to and, gravitate to the, you know, Christ, to either pole. Christ, when he gave, made the fish dinner, and the mother said, where did you get all those fish, Jesus? He said, well, I was out fishing, and I got all the fish I needed. And she said, you didn't bring any shrimp, did you? Oh, no, no <laughs> shrimp, mother. And you didn't bring any carp, did you? No, mother, I did not. We have all fresh, good fish from the ocean. And that's what we're supposed to have. I think that's in Third Corinthians uh -huh. somewhere. That yeah. <laughs> I know you'd find it. <laughs> Oren, I want to talk to you a little bit because you know, I mean, you came into Jacqueline's life here, and and uh, some some great energy met energy yes. there in that in that, in that encounter. <laughs> but Oren, you've been such a wonderful example too mm -hmm. of of not as as Jacqueline has said, not waiting around you know for things to happen, but but you make it happen in your uh, in your neighborhood. What keeps you going? What uh, what what has God put inside of you that that just causes you to go out there and make it all happen? I don't know. The Holy, I think it's just all about the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. I think that's the only thing that you can explain. You can't explain anything else. I mean, <laughs> I can be doing a lot of things, but I can't even think of other things to do. 
So I mean, and I don't know why. I just well, do it. And you've you've been used so powerfully in your own neighborhood. You've seen stuff happening, and and oh, yeah. rather than just sit back and gripe about it, what what do you do with it? Oh, I, I enjoy that. <laughs> I, I enjoy going. To, I really enjoy now since I'm a, a police volunteer. Um, you know, and I have my uniform come outside, and yeah. they're like, oh! <laughs> the shock and awe. <laughs> I love every minute of it because people need to understand. In other, in worse cities than Modesto, um, there's cities in Atlanta, uh, Detroit, where officers live amongst the people, you know, next door. Sure. Mm-hmm. And when they come out, fire department the officers, they don't live, you know, six cities away or the police officers live 15 cities away. They live right amongst everybody yeah. and people just yeah. watch out for one another, just like a family. So um, I watch out for people. You know, and- when you love the Lord like you do, Oren, that's what you do. And you just, you do it because you love him yeah. and, and you love others. And that's what motivates you. That's what drives you. We see that in you time and time again. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll jump in front of a bus for God. For God so, um, now, I do now, in addition to the the wonderful things that you did for Jacqueline in, yes. in straightening her phone system out, what are some of the the highlights over the past couple of years? We got, I mean, you and I met. We were at a community meeting together called Weed and Seed, and it's not weed like, you know, that kind of weed, but you know, it's a weed weed it's out not, the bad not stuff. Not the stuff that Jackie grew. Either. No, no, no. no. <laughs> she has seen the good stuff. <laughs> But we, we met talking about community issues, and I said, wow, I heard this guy. i got to get to know him a little bit. we gotta, we got to find out. What, what are some of the highlights of, of the way God has offered you, you know, service opportunities over the past couple of years? I, don't know, I think it's just, uh, you know, everybody has their own ideas of service. Mm. You just got to tweak it a little. And I think I like to tweak it. You know, change it a little bit. Somebody's, I'd be a mentor for somebody else. You know what I mean? Just tweak the situation. Like Jackie, Nurse Jackie, um, you know, I, I have an idea for her. And, and we talked about it. We sat down and did a brochure. We're working on a brochure for uh, health issues that are mm. running over on the west side and, and people are not eating right. So she's mm. going to have a booth with a brochure and uh, they have a farmer's market. So, uh, and they'll have Nurse Jackie picture on it. Ask Nurse Jackie. Right. And she'll have an email address. And, um, you know, and that, that's, she will start a new generation of people changing the way they eat and changing the way. And maybe that will mentally, you know, change That'll the way they That'll be a blessing eat. for me to be able to do that because then I'll be getting used up. Yeah. That is I don't great. want this Jackie. body to go to waste with a brain hanging out and wondering where it went. <laughs> Get a mental picture of that. You know, that, that's great. You know, this, all of this, you know, I'm just thinking, Mike, I love it when you talk about, you know, the, in Matthew chapter 25, about when he talks to the people, when they say, when did we serve you, Lord? And this is mm. what all of this reminds me of, because that's what Jackie's doing. That's what Oren's doing. And that's what you, dear friends, are doing when you serve those who are in need. You know, this is this wonderful scene that uh, Matthew talks about in the future. And uh, Jesus is separating the goats and, and the sheep. And uh, there's this uh, there's group 
He says, then the king will say to those on his right, come you who are blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. And what I love about the response, and it's it's the nature of the Jackies and the yes. Orans and so many people that, that we know, the humbleness of the reply in verse 37, then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and, and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and invite you in or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? You know, there, there's this humble humbleness going, wow, we missed him. We we missed Jesus in those situations. And there's just this humbleness and there's a very honesty saying, wow, you know, we, we missed it. And then, and then I, I imagine Jesus just smiling and in, in a very soothing and, and comforting voice. He says, and the king will answer and say to them, truly, I say to you, to the extent that you did it to one of these brothers of mine, even the least of them, you did it to me. And so we, you know, we have a favorite saying here that really Jesus inhabits the pain and suffering in our community. And and when we reach out and we offer that drink or we offer to fix phone lines. When you, you untangle know? those cords. Exactly. Yes. The, it, it, when, when you cut the, the lawn of a, a person that can't afford it or you donate that piece of furniture to the family coming out of home, when homelessness. When you build these wheelchair ramps as John just walked through the door. Absolutely. When, you know, people who can't get out of their mobile homes if there was a fire and, and these guys that, that bring their skills to do that. When you do that, you're not just ministering to that person in need. Jesus says, Jesus says, you are ministering to me. You, you are, when you're, when you're ministering to the least of these brothers of mine, you are doing it. And he doesn't say as if you were doing it to me. He says, you did it to me. And, and so really as we serve, as we reach out beyond the four walls of our homes and our, our churches, we are ministering to Christ. And that day, He's going to recognize that. That's not why we do it. But uh, there, there will be that day when that will be a, a acknowledged. Versus, you know, those who, who brag about serving and do it with, with weird hearts. And Jesus says, you know, I didn't even know you. Didn't, didn't know you. With ulterior motives or to do it, yeah. to be recognized. Mm. That's, My friend a Eleanor t- yes. is a helper for me. She wheels me around. She was a lot of people around. What a wonderful <laughs> friend. Eleanor, we're so glad that you joined us today also. Now, Jackie, you. Tell, do you, I'm going to go back to Canada here. I mean, I don't <coughs> want to go back to back. Canada. But <laughs> we're, we're well, <laughs> let's go back then to uh, when my parents died. Uh, well, my father was dead uh, maybe about a month or two before her. My mother had divorced my father, and she moved up there talk about the queen's um, people serving tea. Well, my uncle's wife was from England, and she served tea to the queen in England. Really? She was aunt by marriage to my mother's brother. My mother's wife, uh, brother's wife wanted to go back to England for a visit. My mother was getting divorced, so she went up to take care of his two children who were the same age as myself and my little brother, Harry, 
And he was a baby, too, not even quite two years old mm. at the time, and I was going on four and a half. And we landed up there in a remote area. Anyway, getting out of that, when she was passed, uh, my stepfather uh, deserted us, didn't want me and my brother, who was almost nine and a half at that time I was, and my brother was five, almost, and uh, he didn't want us. So he left us in that shack made of horse manure and mud and a wooden floor and a cook stove. Didn't know how to cook. I didn't know anything about that. And we left there for about a month before authorities came mm. and took my brother and I out of there. And uh, I went to one house five miles away from him and to different people. And we stayed there. I stayed there till I was tormented by the person that was not nice to me. Mm. And they decided to ship me then to New Brunswick, Canada by train at the age of 10. And that point, I was shipped by train 5,000 miles away from that little brother. And my, I had a half-brother, but he went to work, went to work. He went to live on an Indian reservation where my stepfather was a fur trader and a hunter. And he uh, was mean to us kids. Even his own child, he was not a good father. But that came later in life where he was met with disaster because he got killed by a Royal Canadian Mountie on a hunter trip. Mm. And that was his demise. In any event, I was shipped to New Brunswick, Canada, and I had an aunt there that was my mother's sister. And Uncle Alfie, he was a police officer, mm. and he was Catholic. My Aunt Laura was her name. She smoked a pipe, <laughs> and she'd come see somebody coming down the hill, and she'd open all the windows and <laughs> fan her apron in the air and get all the smoke out. Get rid out, of the smoke. Huh? Get it all out because oh, she recognized them coming down that hill. They were going to stop and have tea. Well, anyway, I went to church with Uncle Alfie because he was Catholic, and I had to have something to do because I was a restless child. I never had a home in my life that I could call my own, only till now when I've gotten involved with this church and these wonderful gifts you've let me have to talk to you about the things that really hurts a person when they don't know anything. Jackie, what strikes me is you had a lot of nasty stuff happen to you mm-hmm. as as a young yes. young girl, yes. okay, in, in the formative years, and and yet you have such a blessed outlook yes. on life now. What made the difference for you, Jackie? What enables you now to look at life with the glass half full and say to God, "Okay, I'm ready. Yes. Let's let's tackle yes. things." What what made the difference in in your heart? Uh, the loss of children. I had two children that were kidnapped from me. I never saw them again in my for 20 years. I married several times to try to overcome uh, the disease of anger mm. and the hurt, and that didn't help. I had lost so much, and I had to learn it the hard way mm. and forgive myself for yes. transgressions yeah. to myself. Mm. I didn't hurt anybody but myself. 
I became alcoholic and I beat that to death. Mm. And I didn't I didn't crave alcohol anymore when I told God I'm not going to do it. It's, I got to change mm. and I want to do what you want me to do now. Mm-hmm. So that's how I changed my life and attitudes. <clears throat> and I'm blessed that I kept that good gift that he gave me of a good brain. And I'm very thankful that he's let me exercise that openness mm. that I always had, but didn't was had no direction for it because I was put down in every circle of anything that I belonged to because I had too much activity. And, now and you're I didn't know where to others. put it. Yes. And so I studied everything I could study about myself, about my soul, about my body, what was going to kill it. And I wasn't going to let it get killed because God's going to use it. And he is using ja- it powerfully. <laughs> Jackie, we're, we're coming up at the end yes, of the, the, yes. our time so here. But for anyone who's feeling sorry for themselves out there, who's down in the dumps, what words of wisdom do you have mm-hmm. for them? I would say, please get up off your chair, wherever you're humble and hurt and and crying for help and just say, God, I'm ready. Give me something to do that I can do for you. Mm. And open the door for everything that's coming your way because it's all going to be blessed. Amen. Jacqueline Amaral, you have blessed us, and and we just thank you for that. And we want to wish you a very happy Mother's Day. Thank you. And uh, God bless you for being with us. Dear friends, wherever you are, thank you for sharing a part of your time with us. And we want to wish you all a very happy Mother's Day coming up this weekend. And uh, join us again next time here on Lighthouse Live. May God continue to bless you.